From the Summer State Studios, this is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate-controlled bays, increased safety measures with your choice of games, as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. San Diego State University, building the foundations of something bigger at the top college hockey program in California. Go to sdsuhockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it on or off the ice. Summer skates, shower shoes and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond. Wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University Hockey. Go to ucohockey.com to follow the two-time ACHAM1 national champions as they look to add a third championship banner to the rafters. Jets Pizza. With six different styles of pizza and eight different styles of crust to go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Peterson Toyota. Earning the trust of our loyal customers at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins every day for over 50 years. AT&T Wireless, fast, reliable, and secure. M-Drive, our boost and burn is specially designed to help you get active, get lean, and burn fat. Get yours at mdriveformen.com. Oklahoma University Hockey, 20 years of the action you crave, only faster. Drury-Ins and Suites. Find out why we say our home is your home. Visit us at DruryHotels.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Award-winning barbecue for your next catered event. Or at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. And now our new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, anywhere that you may be listening to us today, live on the Podbean app. Scott Strandy with you today uh, in beautiful uh, Rincon Funner, California, at the Harris Resort here as I made the two-hour drive from uh, Palm Springs slash Indio slash Thousand Palms slash 19 different communities that make up Coachella Valley. I learned that last night. And uh, my co-host, Paul Hornstein, joining me from Long Island, New York, where he's probably uh, sitting back in the palatial estate with his feet up on the desk, uh, having a land shark and just enjoying life. Paul, how are you? Um, I wish I was doing that. <laughs> okay. You're uh, not? That'd be great. <laughs> Except that's not. You know, I'm not getting catered to by new buildings and, and you know, vip parking or any of that sort of stuff i just you know Uh, down here in the basement where i always am and um yeah no i i I, that is exactly the opposite of what i get to do i don't know what you get to do but that's the opposite of what i get to do well i'll tell you i did watch uh, the coachella valley fighter birds last night i watched Uh uh, joey decord in one of the strangest games i think i'll ever see him play in um Three shots on goal uh, in the first 30 minutes, approximately, of that game. Right. Two of them went in. <laughs> and neither of them were Joey's fault. <laughs> they were backdoor where there was absolutely no defense. And I uh, I took some pictures to prove it. And Coach uh, Bilesma uh, 
backed me up in the press conference and said, yeah, basically mm -hmm. there's no way Joey was going to be able to stop those. There was a, uh, it was a wide open tap in goals, both of them from the side of the net. And, uh, the other goal that was scored by the, uh, the road runners was, uh, probably three guys in front of Joey. <laughs> it, it's, it, it was ridiculous. It was just ridiculous. I don't know what's wrong with that Coachella Valley defense, but they did pull it out in their home ice four three. And, I got myself a new screensaver today, Paul. You Did know you? what it is? It's not me. Yeah. No, it's uh, Joey Decord. <laughs> I put him on well, my does phone. Does he know this? I don't know. I didn't show it to him. Is that, so NIL, can, so. is that count for NIL? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, he's out of NIL. Yeah, no, he's out of school. You he's know. just flat out making cash now. But Okay. Well, uh, I'm just yeah. checking. I just, you know. Um, you know, he made some comments last night uh, publicly that I thought were pretty cool. He talked about uh, somebody asked him how... He graciously skated around the rink and and applauded the fans for coming out and and he said, you know, I kind of I kind of take it from soccer. He said that they uh, they appreciate their fans so much in soccer and he said I think we need to start doing it more in uh, American sports, really, uh, you know, the NHL and all over. So he said, anytime I get an opportunity to thank the fans, I'm going to do it. And uh, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool that he uh, took that initiative. To, uh, to go and do that. But we know that from Joey. I mean, that's what Joey is, right? That's the kind of person yeah, he is. I mean, um, you know, not not surprised at that at all. Uh, you know, I'm, you know I'm, I'm sure it was a packed house last night, opening of a new building, right? 11,000 in there. Really? Is that, is, only it seats 10. that many? It seats 10. I think they had 11,000 really? standing. But yeah, it does seat that many. Really? Because you sent me those pictures last night. It, it looked... Didn't look like it sat that many. Yep. It's uh, just under um, what the Ontario Toyota Arena, and I think that sits around 12, 12 to 13. Okay. But they have a little bit more of an upper deck. Uh, the upper deck that uh, is in the new Akashur Arena is basically just uh, three rows or four rows of suites. Um, suite well, that seats is. that go around the top. Yeah, it looked but, like, but, you know, the, the, I mean, like I said, the pictures you sent me, um, I was going to say about 8,000, but you're telling me it's more than that. So, okay. Pictures are worth 10,000 words, or in this case, 10,000 seats. Well, you know, listen, I don't, I, I mean. <laughs> Here's Paul Hornstein. Do we have to start the show what, the way we ended it yesterday with why? <laughs> no, I, I'm not asking why. I'm just telling you what it looked like. That's all. Oh, I thought you were, were going to say why. Anyway. Well, why does it look uh, that way? I don't know. You'd have to ask the architects. <laughs> They were there, by the way. So was sure uh, Ron Francis. So was uh, pretty much anybody that was anybody in Coachella Valley. It was It was funny today. And when I was over at uh, Desert Toyota, they told me that, you know, people don't come over the hill. Well, this hill is a mountain. But they go, people don't come over the hill for things. So really? uh, it's nice to uh, to have people on this side of the hill have a professional team to to enjoy. Because he goes, people don't come over the hill. I'm going, like, have you looked at that? I took a picture of you today. Of it today outside my hotel. That's not a hill, Paul. That's a mountain. Well, <laughs> yeah, okay. No, I get that, and that separates Palm Springs from the L.A. San Basin. Diego or L.A. or L both actually. Okay, depending on which direction you go, it's the mountain range that separates um, the desert from the uh, I don't know whatever you call it, Inland Empire, I guess. Well, I call it the, the coast, the, the beach. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, know what true. else you call it, but 
Um, uh, I took a two-hour drive through the mountains today. It was beautiful during the day. I will not drive it at night, however. <laughs> I don't blame you. I wouldn't want to do that either. I'll take the freeway a little about 20 miles farther, but I'll take the freeway around at night because uh, I'd like to be able to see uh, yeah. when I go around these uh, mountain mountain curves. But anyway, uh, so that's what Southern California is all about. And Willie uh, Mays Hayes said seeing is not that important. So, <laughs> Right. Oh, sorry. Wrong sport. Sorry. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, uh, today is analytics and eyeballs and you know what we do on analytics and eyeballs. The listeners know what we do. We talk numbers and we talk about how those numbers affect what we see. We bring out the super 16. So Paul Hornstein can explain to us how he came up with what he came up with. He told me there wasn't many changes and there weren't really many, but, well, um, the other places aren't even doing it. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Isn't it? <laughs> you know? Stop. They just stop. The pairwise yeah. is out, and that's what we're going to talk about first. All right. So, well, hold uh, on a second. Hold on. Okay, second. you got something just, more? Well, <laughs> just because you know they they played after we were done last night. Um, you know there was a game last night. Northeastern beat LIU in overtime, four to three. Um, in in a rare game that LIU actually outshoots their opponent. Um. Outshot Northeastern last night, thirty-six to twenty-eight. Uh, that doesn't happen that often. Uh, and, and no, that's that's no, uh, yeah, that's something. <laughs> um, and came back from a, a three-nothing deficit to force overtime. You know, um, I guess maybe you should have gone to that game. Well, had I known, I would have had time <laughs> to go to the game. I probably, I might have. Um. You know, uh, I'm just, um, you know, just, you know, I don't know how, I don't think it had that much of an effect on the pairwise, but, um, but still, I mean, just, you know, once again, if there's a game, you know, a solo game like that, we like to mention it, especially after we were done last night. And, you know, that, would have been another a feather in the LIU cap beating Northeastern again. You know? Um, yeah. yeah. They have their number. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it's not like they played their third-string goalie. Devin Levi was the goalie for for, yeah, for Northeastern. So That's shake-your-head stuff right there. It really you know, is. You would, you would not expect them to blow a 3-0 lead, but. Yeah, LIU got a power play goal late in the first, second period. Uh, put a couple in the net to about midway through the third. Um, but you know their their forte, like most teams that are relatively new, they're going to have a hard time in the OT because they just don't have the players yet, really, to deal with the three on three. Yeah, I was just going to say three on three overtime is a skill game. And yeah. you need to have some, you need to have two sets of horses. You need six players, yeah, uh, to go out there and and try to win on overtime. So you're better off um, not getting into overtime. <laughs> yeah, well, overtime's still better than than a regulation loss, but you know what I mean. True, but but uh, your chances of winning it are slim and none. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, you know, they took advantage of of Northeastern a little bit, going to the making a lot of trips to the penalty box, you know, including. Uh, uh, you know, some penalties at the end of the game. But, you know, uh, I mean, in, in the second period, they took advantage uh, to get at least one, you know, a goal to, to, to tie it up or 
I'm sorry to get started. So um, they're coming too. Um, they don't score as much as Lindenwood does, but they're built a little bit different. And I like kind of having. They are a Riley coach team, Paul, which which tells you something right there. There's some bloodline there. Well, yeah, of course. Um, um, you know, so we're sitting there, and you know, and you, you sit there, and 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 it is a side by side comparison. You know, um, next year we kind of will have North, you know, Augustana in the fold, and it's just kind of this. Um, Interesting side by side by side. Are you breaking news on us here, or are you just meaning that they'll be in the NCAA? I thought you were giving me another team to cover by going like, "Yeah, next year we'll have Augustan on the full and look like um, Paul." uh, You plan on covering them too? No, I mean, (laughs) no, because I'm not going there in November, December, January. January though, January. Have you seen the snow? Have you seen the snow that piled up in South Dakota? I am not doing that. I don't care. Six, eight, ten-foot snowdrifts. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what? That's a federal emergency. Get those people out of there. Um, <laughs> Are you listening, uh, President Biden? Get them out. Get them out now. <laughs> get them out now. What are you people doing? Now? Okay. Um, Let, let's dig into this pairwise. We can come back to LIU okay. and talk about that. Well, I just um, just using it to yeah, kind I know. of yeah. I, yeah, I, I get it. And bridge really the gap was. to the... I, I focused on uh, AHL hockey yesterday, and my eyes are still kind of burnt out from my lovely hotel that I stayed in last night <laughs> and uh, everything else that went along with uh, the life that is so-called mine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I did have a chance to stop over at Desert Toyota today. That was kind of fun. Yeah, uh, oh, right sure in the... Uh, in the Palm Springs Cathedral City. Paul, I mentioned this in the open, and I told you this uh, off the uh, air, but right. um, are, were you aware that there are 19 communities that make up one Coachella Valley? I I didn't even know that. No, I had no <laughs> idea. I, um, it's amazing. You just go, and they just bump into each other like a major city, but you don't really know it. Like, uh, technically, Akashur Arena is in Thousand Palms, California. But okay. right down the street, is uh indio and right down the street the other side of the freeway is palm springs and then there's palm desert and then there's i mean it just goes on and on and on and uh last night they were talking about it uh when they were uh getting ready to uh to indoctrinate the arena and right. uh, <laughs> by the way they had a, they had a mariachi, mariachi band there uh nice. last night that was like really those. cool that they played the uh the national anthem and then they uh, they have a new thing there. It's called the Rink of Fire, and they play a little Johnny Cash uh, nice. with the mariachi band, the Rink of Fire uh, for the Firebirds. And I don't know if you saw the picture, but uh, I sent it out. I said, uh, when your goaltender comes out on fire, pretty good chance you're going to win the game no matter what. Well, Joey Decord came through the fire, literally. Well, listen, I, I you did I did see some of those pictures, and they looked really cool. Um... You know, um, whether we like it or not, you know, whether you're kind of an old-timey, old-fashioned-y uh, stadium experience thing or not. I mean, I don't realize it's the AHL and not the NHL, but, you know, the rising tide that the nobody can match Vegas, but they do make everybody try harder. 
<laughs> well put. Well put. Let me tell you also something that uh, the Arizona Coyotes have been for the, well, since Alex Murillo bought the team, they've been talking about how they'd like to increase the, the Hispanic population uh, at hockey games. And last mm-hmm. night, Paul, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to venture a guess that uh, there was 30% Hispanic in that arena. And I talked to a few of the folks right. uh, in, you know, just in passing. Right. And uh, there were many, many, many of them that had never been to a hockey game before. And they awesome. were thrilled. They were thrilled at what happened. There was a group that went on the ice for a picture on the ice following the game last night. Um, there must have been 40, 40 kids, uh, all Hispanic kids and parents. And they were just like, it, it was... Uh, it was Christmas already. They were so thrilled to be able to go out on the ice, and and a couple of the kids were asked what they liked best about it, and they said, "We just like the ice." <laughs> it was it was so cool. It was so cool. I was so proud of what uh, they did at Coachella Valley, and to, to bring eleven thousand people. I know it's an opening night. I know it's a brand new building. I know it's a brand new team. I get all that, but still, that's eleven thousand at an AHL hockey game. Uh, on a Sunday night, which was pretty cool. We'll see what the numbers look like uh, tomorrow night when I go back for game two. And um, I, I asked Dan Blysma, I said, Blysma, I said, um, it, it, you know, I said, this team doesn't quit, do they? And he goes, are you talking about our team or the Roadrunners? <laughs> he knew which team I was talking about. But right. he goes, yeah, yeah, we uh, we play them tough. And he said, you're absolutely right. They do not quit. They just keep coming at you. And uh, Steve Potvin's team very nearly tied that game up. And uh, I think if you ask Joey with a little truth serum, he would say he might have been a tad worried. Uh, (laughs) I'm also going to tell you that I asked Joey, I said, so did I see Joey Decord um, prepare to shoot a a goalie goal attempt? He goes, no, no. No, no. He said the ice is bad. I was just trying to clear it. I'm calling BS on that, Joey. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would say that, too. Without having seen it, I would say that, too. He snapped that puck out of the air, placed it down in front of him, and prepared that that stick like a weapon. He was ready to blast it. BS. He was shooting for the net, and he knows it. But anyway, um, so that was kind of fun, but... I had so many pictures I got of Joey being Joey and the Arizona state fans will obviously appreciate that. Yep. Um, I, when I was doing the research a little bit beforehand, I, I went back just to refresh myself with Joey Decord. And if you get a chance to look at his three years at Arizona state, man, what a marked improvement he made every single year. And I think that's, what's going to happen in his professional career as well. I'm sure it will. I mean, you know, it, Goalies take a little long. They take even longer sometimes to develop that can NHL consistency. Um, you know, I mean, we we've seen plenty of goalies go until their late thirties, but they don't always really get started unless they are you know that Hall of Fame type level player uh, until their late twenties. So they're not putting. Joey's twenty six. Yeah, they're not putting the game punishment on their bodies at the NHL level, usually this early. You know, it it, it really kind of also depends on the organization and who's in front of them. So, okay, um, let's dig into these pairwise rankings because transitioning from professional hockey to the number one team in the pairwise, the Minnesota Gophers, not a far stretch. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that Gopher hockey team's got a lot of guys that are going to be playing in the NHL rather soon. So anyway, they hold down the number one spot in the pairwise, 15-5-0, followed by Quinnipiac at 14-1-3, Merrimack 13-4-0, the Denver Pioneers, <laughs> they don't get any love, 16-4-0 at number four, Penn State oh. at number five at 15-5-0. right? Come on. Come on, people. Really? Are you going to tell me that Merrimack and Quinnipiac are, are better than Denver? Really? Are you going to tell me that with a straight face? Because I haven't seen it. Yeah, let, and, me know uh, if, let me know if you see any face on the computer <laughs> other than an interface. Yeah. Nice. Nice one. Very good. I mean, uh, that's the yeah, whole that's, point of this, right? I mean... Yeah, but that's that's just stupid. I don't care what numbers you plug in. How the heck does it come out? Because they're supposed to be the powers and all of these different things. I mean, come on. They're 16-4 and 0. Who's got more wins than them, Paul? Well, once Nobody. Again, Nobody. Right. But um <laughs> they, if you went strictly by wins, obviously not, but you know, I this is obviously also a Who plays tough for games, Paul? Well, I don't know. This year, I don't know. Denver does. Denver does. Denver well, does. I mean, the I mean, if you look at it, number four. Do you realize if they lose one more spot, yeah, they they wouldn't even be a top seed. Okay. The defending champions that have the best record in college hockey or the most wins in college hockey, and they okay. wouldn't even be a top four seed. Oh, come on, well, come well, on, come on, come on. Whatever. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. It's fine. What is it that anyway? I just said that irritated me. It irritated me to see them there because I don't know what you have to do. They tell you you, you got to play the schedule. You, you play the schedule in front of you, and you go out and win the games, right. and you drop. Right. So and that's Spe- it. That's speaking the of a team that dropped, should be one. Yeah. Speaking of a team that dropped, and I'm just saying, Arizona if, State if down gonna... to 31. Didn't well, play a game. See, depends on which, 31. Depends on which site you're looking at, because I have a different one that says 27. So, uh, well, what's I'm looking at the USCHL one that says Minnesota men's. I mean, Division One pairwise ranking. Yeah, I get it. I I'm looking at the they have different the pairwise letter one. I don't know. I don't know why how they they figure this. I only go by what it says. Well, I thought the pairwise was a computer ranking. How can they have two computer rankings that are different? I don't know. I get hmm. maybe it depends it's on weird. what on what numbers that you look at. I don't know. Well, I'm I'll looking just, at this and um, Arizona we'll state, the, Arizona state at nine, 10 and oh, right. Is number 31. Go to the other place. And North right. Dakota at seven, eight and four, who was beaten by Arizona state is number 21. Go to the other place. That's got three letters. Yeah. Well, I'll just take your word for it. I'm just I'm, telling I'm you what I'm looking at, at. I'm looking at the pairwise rankings. Well, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> anyway i mean listen um, it, it, when it comes right down to it there's no difference between 17 and 27 maybe not but there is a big difference between 17 and 31 apparently well there's no difference between 17 and 31 either um yeah i think there might be no there's not you're telling me that RIT at 17 and Cornell at 17 are basically the same as Arizona State at 31? They're the same as ASU at 31. They're the same as Lindenwood at 53, uh, Dartmouth at 60. 
What's that mean? They have games left to play? <laughs> no, it just means they're not in the tournament. <laughs> good one. Good one. Yeah, nice. That saying. is a good one. You got me on that one. I was I was hook, line, and sinkered into that one, and I think I swallowed the hook. Well, that's good um, because, you know. Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, we did the top five. Anything in the top five, Paul, that irritates you like it irritated me? Um, No, not really. Because based on your theory, Quinnipiac should be one because they've only lost one game. No, that's not my theory. The theory is uh, teams that have won the most games against the tougher competition. Um, is that true this year, though? Well, Denver's uh, Denver's won 16 games over tougher competition than Quinnipiac, I believe. And Quinnipiac's uh, only won 14. Well, and yeah, Quinnipiac's they only, got they three ties. The games. They got three ties at 17, 18. 18 out of 20. Right. right. Okay, so they 20. still have two more games to go. If they won those two games, they'd have 16 wins too. Okay. You made your place for Quinnipiac. You made your uh, point for Quinnipiac. I don't know uh, about we'll wait. We'll wait till March, and we'll see if Quinnipiac is in the Frozen Four. You know, I don't – well, yeah, I mean, they might be. They might not they've, be. They've been, in, they've been in the Frozen Four before. Yeah, but they might not be. They might not be. Um, and and I, I have a problem with Penn State. Sorry, Guy uh, Godowski. I mean, I'm sorry, but I just don't know who you've beaten uh, quality-wise to, to grab the number five spot in the bear-wise. Well, it, once again, it's your opponent and your opponent's opponents. So let's, you know, you have to, you can't forget that. I'd like to. Well, I know that. <laughs> you know, um you know, anyway, listen, in most the end, of their most of their power comes from 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 the conference that they're in, and this year the Big Ten is 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 you know higher is 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 you know is at the least to this point is considered you know uh, higher than the NCAA. <laughs> You're even having a hard time no, I'm justifying just trying it. To, no, I'm just trying to <laughs> say what it is. I mean, hockey East is much better this year than it has been in the last half decade yeah but you have to kind of look at the big picture this is analytics and eyeballs i know I what the numbers that. are telling us but do you really seriously 100 percent believe by the time that it gets to march that the big 10 are going to have all these teams stacked up in the 10 are they going to have minnesota at one penn state at five michigan state at eight ohio state at 10 no way no michigan they're going to play each other there is no way they're all going to be but there. But they have to play each other. They, I know. know. I mean, listen, they've played I'm some saying. conference games. I know. That's why I'm saying. Conference games. They, unless they're just going to tie out with everybody, that's the well, only way they can all stay there. Somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to lose. You know, right? I mean. Am I wrong? You might be. No. <laughs> somebody has to win and somebody has to lose unless they tie every game. Right. But once again, you're, you're in a situation where um, the other teams being where they are or bringing up your numbers. You know, having, you know, the, I get the another maroon and gold team, 10-2 in the league. I understand the numbers. What I'm telling you is, yes, and I'm telling you when it comes down to tournament time, you well, tell forget. me who's got the better chance of winning the national championship, the Denver that's Pioneers not, not or the, the Penn State? The Denver Pioneers well, are Michigan State. The number the Denver Pioneers are Ohio State. Just 
to pick any one of these teams and tell me who's got a better chance to win the national championship than well, them. Well, obviously, obviously. But they I... might come in. They might come in having to fight their way through as a number two seed, by the way, the pairwise is so stacking what? up right now. So what? Oh, so what? Means yeah. a oh, means a whole bunch okay. between one and two in your region. It depends on who if the region number is. One, yeah, if you're number one in the in the comfort region because you're a top four seed, yeah, you, you'll be okay. But if you come in number two and don't go to the comfort region, you get stuck somewhere else. Well, what does that um, mean, comfort region? It, well, I mean, let's the be honest. What does that mean? Let, let's be honest. If Denver's going to play in Fargo, that's a much easier trip for them to go out and play somewhere out east. They don't have a whole lot of success out east, in case okay, you haven't first noticed. Of all, first of all, um, getting to Fargo at that time of the year, there's, there's no guarantees. Cake. Yeah, okay. That's March. Yeah, Piece okay. Whatever. If the Piece whole place hasn't stayed iced up for the last, for the next You can land months. an airplane on ice. If it's got rudders on it, you know, if it's got, <laughs> you know, like a ski bottom on it or something or <laughs> blades or, you know, whatever the airplane version of skates are, it could. Okay, let's uh, let's do the top 10. Six is Boston University, seven St. Cloud, eight Michigan State, nine Connecticut, 10 Ohio State. Um, thoughts on that grouping, Paul? Yeah, just when I dove into the water, the St. Cloud water, they go and pull a stinker against Miami. Um, Good thing they're not the St. Cloud State Sharks. Well, I better than freezing but that's because you went in their water <laughs> they are husky listen so. listen i you know I, i'm still not completely sold on ohio state bu is you know has got as many logos next to their name as as just about anybody um michigan state is having a comeback year after they've been down for a long time uh, i i think uconn is a very good team and St. Cloud, like I said, despite the stinker, you know, eventually you have, I have to give them their respect too because they are 14-4, and four, pretty close to the same record as, oh, wait a minute, they've only played two less. They've played two less games. Um, you know, so that's why they don't have 16 wins like Denver. Um, My eyeballs tell me that Denver will beat them. So do mine, but that's not the point here. You didn't ask I me get that. It. I get it. <laughs> um, here's my problem with it. Uh, the aforementioned Big Ten schools, they need to prove something to me, too, because they have number eight, number um, 10, and number 11, and right. all three of those have 12 wins, seven losses. Well, you can't I mean, just stay there. You can't be there. Well, they're it, not going it, to stay uh, there. But it's ridiculous that they're there now because you look at Harvard, and I know that you've talked about Harvard and – and the fact that they start late, but they're eight, two, and one, and they're behind right. all of them. Really? Well, oh, again, come on. opponents, opponents, right? Oh my goodness! And right. UMass Lowell, which I'm not the hugest fan of. I love Norm. I think it's great. He does a great job there. But ten, six, and one, they're fourteen. They, they, they should be a little higher than that. Um, so let's do that. Let's go down the next one: Michigan eleven, UMass twelve, Harvard thirteen, UMass Lowell fourteen. Providence 15, Notre Dame 16. Paul, what does it matter to 15 and 16? Anything? Nah. They don't get in either, do they? Eh, well, <laughs> 15 might. So 
So and nine four way, and five. By Providence. the way, just hold on a second. Just hold yeah. on a second. Just so you know, okay, the Big Ten teams, um, you know, still have ten to twelve games to play in conference. That's a lot of games for conference play. They are going to beat each other up, and they, you know, but will they fall? Because I they're beating know. each other up right now, and they're not falling. That's the point no, that's well, kidding me. Is that you know, they're you're, they're going to like Michigan State, Ohio Maybe. State? Depends they can be five hundred teams, and you're still going to leave them at ten hey. and eight in the country at five hundred. I don't know. That's not what I have, but I'm not the computer. <laughs> what do you mean you don't? What? That's not what you have in the sixteen. I know that because you're smarter than the computer, and well, you I'd use like your eyeballs. Yeah. I'd like to think so. Yeah, you are. And you use your eyeballs. Number 16 is Notre Dame, yet another Big Ten school at 8-8-2. Eight, eight, right. I don't think Notre Dame is better than Colorado College or um, Alaska or Arizona State, to be honest with you. I don't think so. Well, I watched Notre Dame play. I know. I watched them play in the icebreaker. I get it, but they're not. You know, they once again, the league is helping them out, something – some of those schools that you mentioned don't have. But don't you have to win? Don't you have to have more than a 500 record at some point? <laughs> at some point, I guess yeah. Not. I guess not. You're no, number 16 in the country at 8, 8, and 2. At some point, you have to, yeah. <laughs> Tell Coach Powers at 9, 10, and 0 oh, that he is, uh, let's see, 31st and uh, right. and number 16 almost – Twice he's trying. You tell Coach Powers that Notre Dame is twice as good as his team because that's what the pairwise is telling him. Well, listen, Notre I mean, Dame is why two times as good. So if you if if that's fact, you're going to play a game and you're going to get doubled up, Coach. Well, Coach Powers, you're going to lose by if it's eight four, it could be okay, four but, two. All right, but hold on, but they're that much the better case, than you, if Coach. That's the case though, Niagara. BS. I call BS. Five, Niagara is five nine five and two. Shouldn't they be higher? Yeah, yeah, they absolutely should be higher than 28. Uh, and finally, Alaska's moving up the charts a little bit. Yeah, well, uh, I realize they're 9, 7, and 2, but do you want to play Alaska at any point? I don't. Well, we're not, this is, that's, not this, we're, that's a different question. <laughs> I know, but I pose, I pose that question because of the fact that, that this, it's analytics and eyeballs, and the analytics are crazy. That these these just don't make sense, and unfortunately, the the top fourteen sixteen teams in the pairwise are going to be in the tournament, whether you like what the computer says or not. So That's you better true. hope that it balances out at some point in time, or you're going to see a tournament. And who in the world is going to want to watch this tournament if half the teams are from the Big Ten? Nobody. No, nobody. I don't. I don't I, well, East Coast are... won't want to watch. NCHC won't want to watch. CCHA won't want to watch. Those Independence big, won't want to watch. Uh, that'll make that'll make a certain four-letter TV network very happy. <laughs> Those are a lot of brand names, a lot of big yeah. schools. Uh, they might be, but nobody cares and, about their hockey programs. No, that doesn't matter. Uh, that's not what they'll tell you. Yeah, well, once again, analytics and eyeballs. Okay, where do we get to? We well, got to once uh, again, but yeah, but if you're, gonna, if you're talking about what what we see, we we we've already long distinguished the difference um, between what the computer says 
and what and what our eyes tell us. You know, the computer says, hey, swing the bat as hard as you can and always try to hit the ball 500 feet. We don't care if you strike out 95,000 times. A, a strikeout is the same as any other out, which we know is bull, even though the computer says it is. Yeah, good point. Very good point. Okay, 16 Notre Dame, 17 Cornell, tied for 17th in mine anyway is RIT, tied for 19th Michigan Tech and Boston College, and then at number 21, we just got to go there. 21 has got Western Michigan, North Dakota, and Bemidji State, um, and <laughs> 24 is Minnesota State, who just got swept yeah, I don't, by see, Bemidji once, State. Once again, it's the computer. Um, good for ASU? I don't know. I mean... Apparently not, because ASU was where twenty eight or twenty nine, well, and now they're down to thirty one. They, well, they play Minnesota State a couple of times, so they play BU, they play RIT. Those are that's five more games. Now, is is that enough? I I, I don't know. I have my doubts. Yeah, I have a lot of doubts if they're at thirty one. We were talking about them needing to be around the fifteen, but, sixteen, they, seventeen well, mark by this time. Well, yeah, but I mean. I'm just saying that they they play well at home, as as we can tell, as we know. Um, so maybe a hot streak is not that far fetched, and that hot streak would include two games against Boston College, two games against RIT. That's four. Uh, some combination of Michigan Tech and BU, possibly. That that's five. Minnesota State, that's seven. So they still Alaska. have some games. Yeah, but Alaska's well in the same neighborhood. So okay, that's fine. That's fine. So that's nine games right there. That could. Is that enough to vault you from thirty-one to fourteen? I don't know. No, it's not. Uh, I, I can't worry about all you're, the way. I have to worry about one game at a time. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to have a couple more against Minnesota, a couple more against Denver. Apparently Merrimack. Apparently Quinnipiac. Um, apparently Boston well, U. First of all, uh, apparently St. Cloud, because those on. are let's, all the teams that the computer says are the best. I know, in the but country. let's. But let's. By the way, stop disparaging Merrimack. <laughs> Show me. I don't know, just forget come to about Denver. Show, come show to Denver you, and play. Come to Minnesota that. and play. Stop, stop disparaging Merrimack. Come to Colorado College and play. Okay, stop disparaging them. Come for to a lot North of Dakota and play. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> just come and play somebody. That's all stop. I'm asking. Stop. We're talking about a team here that that over time. Okay, uh, just hold on a second so I get this all accurate. Okay, I don't want to screw it up. Okay, but right now Merrimack is thirteen and four overall, eight one and one, and uh, eight eight wins, one regulation loss, and an overtime win and an overtime loss in Hockey East. Okay. Um. In 2010, okay, in 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 the 2010-2011 season, Merrimack 
broke a streak of about 20 years making the NCAA tournament. They were 25, 10, and 4 in 2010-2011. Since then, 18, 15, 8, and we're going chronologically here, 16, 13 wins, 15, 12, 7, 9, 5. And last year they were a little over 500. They won 19 games. This is this is a comeback story here. This is, you know, this they they were in 2011, 2000. They were 18 and 12 after they made the, uh, the first NCAA tournament, being part of Hockey East. They made it as an independent um, in 1987, 88. Okay, four years after they jumped to, to Division One, one year slower than ASU, by the way. Um, okay. and they haven't been over 500 until last year okay and that took a long hot winning streak just kind of like UConn at the end of the season last year but this is a good story okay you you want me to get on the story with you? I will be happy to come and no, beat. I'm just saying, come and it's play a Minnesota and beat them. Come and play Quinnipiac and beat them. Come and play Denver and beat them. Uh, come and play St. Cloud and beat them. Why? Um, Once again, come and why play Colorado just... College and beat them. Well, because they haven't played anybody of talent. They split with UMass. Okay, it's please, please. Have you looked at UMass's record? They're almost. They're under 500, seven, eight, and no, three. They split with UConn. Have you watched Providence at Providence? Have you watched Providence? I watched Providence play here too. They've actually taken two out of three from UMass. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got to play somebody in the West and show me that it's not East Coast bias. But the computer doesn't have an East Coast bias. It might. It doesn't. (laughs) Anyway. I, I just I'm looking at this from the analytics and eyeballs standpoint. But that's not where this is. That's not the question analytics. you're asking. That's not this the question analytics. you're asking. Right, but I, that's not the question you're asking. You're not asking me. No, I'm is not Denver asking better anything. than those guys, or are they better than Denver? That's not what you're asking me. No, I'm not asking anything like that. What I'm saying is that um, if you look at the pairwise, which determines who's going to be in the national tournament. And that tournament were to start today, right. you would have missed out on a lot of quality hockey teams that would not have gotten in because of the pairwise Why? rankings. Well, you know who should have the biggest complaint is 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 RIT. Absolutely, they're twelve. You should have one. I even think Michigan Tech should have a complaint, and possibly even Boston College at this point, um, well, because you're and, already and, disparaging Boston College because you. Not saying that ASU beating them is going to do them any good. No, I'm saying it's going to do them good. I don't think they're going to jump from 31. Like, 27. You, okay, you look at what well, – <laughs> go to the USCHO place and tell no. me, tell me, yeah, I want to know if I'm just seeing this wrong or not because I don't know. It was my indication that the pairwise is the pairwise. There's two I sets of computers. On, is that I, what you're telling me? I, I don't know. Well, this goes by RPI. Is it the pairwise? The pairwise? I don't know. Go. This goes by RPI. 
I don't know what the other place that you're looking at goes by. <laughs> well, it, it goes by RPI too because I'm looking at the rankings. It, one column says I can't. Rank, I don't know why there's different. Then it says PWR. Then it says, then it says RIP, RPI rank, and it's got Minnesota one, Quinnipiac two. They're identical as the ranking. So I don't know. I don't know either. All I'm saying either. is, all I'm saying is, I don't get how North Dakota is ten spots ahead of Arizona State when they have uh, an under five hundred record like Arizona State and. They were beaten head-to-head -head by Arizona State. I, I mean, 10, 10 spots? Shouldn't they be tied? Shouldn't they both be 21 then? Or to I be fair? No. I, I know. I, and, and Bemidji well, State, but you're asking, first, is what but I you're, heard is that you're Arizona State and Bemidji State split on the road at Bemidji State. And Arizona State's 10, you're asking, 10 spots. You're asking, me to tell you how, you're asking me to tell you how the computer does it. Uh, I'm no, not that I, good at I'm, math. I'm, I'm just stating. I'm the okay fact. at math. I'm not that good. <laughs> I'm just stating the fact. I think it's bizarre. I think it's crazy. And the sad part of it is, it selects who will be in the tournament, which is unfair. It really is, especially if this doesn't. It's not unfair because they all agreed to it. It's not well, unfair because they all agreed to it. Well, I know they all agreed to it, but they had to agree on something. They don't, it's the only thing that college hockey's ever agreed on. <laughs> That's true, but, too. But there's going to be some teams that look at this and go, like, why did we ever agree to this? Because uh, <laughs> it, it, it's setting up some teams to be really tough shape, and it's, I don't know. Anyway, it, it's my that's my beef, is that I just don't get how that can be the case, but ever. It is. So anyway, um, let's take a quick break. Let's come back, because we got a Super 16 to unveil. From the nation's best college hockey conference. Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. banks it towards the goalie. Score. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness. CollegeHockeyInc.com and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. 
Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. All right. Welcome back in, hockey fans. It's Monday night, which means it is analytics and eyeballs night. Uh, I've been stretching it out. I've been using the analytics and eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you in beautiful, funner California. Yeah, funner. That's uh, where I'm at, at the Harris property here. Rincon, Rincon, whatever you want to say. Um, wow. What a gorgeous day outside today. About 70 degrees, sunny people in the pool right now, splashing around. Um, Paul Hornstein enjoying life on the Island. Paul, how are you? Good to be the King, isn't it? <laughs> okay. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, we do this way, little thing. Speaking, you do this little thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Speaking of the folks at college hockey, Inc and the whole graduation thing. Uh, congratulations to fellow alum now, Josh Maniscalco, for finishing up his degree this semester. Congratulations, buddy. That is a big, big thing, and that does deserve a great, great um, applause. So uh, that means you're hanging in there. You're doing what you need to do, and um, that, that's always important. Um, we do this little thing here on Mondays, called the super right. 16 our own right. paul hornstein puts them down the way he sees them and um right. we go through them so here we go folks buckle up no there's no changes yeah, to speak of anyway number one denver not really he's got that right they are the best team in the country minnesota at number two quinnipiac at three boston university at four yukon at five Paul, I love your top five. I think that is legitimate top five. How'd you get there? Uh, I left it from last week. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, you may be choking on that one. Uh, <laughs> I left it. <laughs> okay. Um, number six, St. Cloud. Number seven, Merrimack. The Cinderella story. The comeback story of all time in college hockey. Michigan, uh, Penn State. I don't get crazy. I just and Michigan State round out the top ten. <laughs> I'm giving them credit. Okay. I'm just saying, come out and play somebody. And you're being snarky. That's my job. <laughs> You're rubbing off on me. Uh, I said, come out and play somebody. That's all I said. If you can come out and beat Denver, beat Minnesota, or beat St. Cloud, or beat anybody west of the Mississippi, good for you. You get my vote. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Give me give me your uh, your six through ten. Uh, St. Cloud, you happy with where you got them, or you were you struggling? 
Uh, hey, you answered my question. You were struggling to put him in at six, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you went and did it to me. You just had to do it. Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State, all three in the top ten. Ouch. Right. Well, you were complaining before that Ohio State was five. I know they're 12 in your pool. <laughs> I know. You're also, uh, I'm sorry, Penn State was five. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Penn State was five. You were complaining uh, about that. Yeah. Well, you got them at nine. So that's good. You moved them to the right, that's uh, closer to the right spot. Neither one of those two, Penn State and Michigan State, neither one are going to be in the top 10 in my book. They're not. They're just not uh, that good. Okay. They're not that well, good. You know, I'm just saying. Come out west. Come out west a little bit. Play play Denver. Play North Dakota. Play Arizona State. Play Air Force. Play Colorado College. And then we'll see where you stand. And if you win, we'll pat you on the back and say, good job. And if you don't win, we'll say, see, we were right. I was right. Anyway. Um, 11 is UMass, 12 Ohio State, 13 is Harvard, 14 is RIT, 15 is Providence, and to round out the Super 16 folks, the Bemidji State Beavers, who, by the way, are just getting all kinds of props going like, how are you guys doing the smoke and mirrors when you lost two cylinders and uh, so-and-so and and -and so-and-so? How are you doing it? Bemidji, baby. Bemidji. Seratory. (laughs) <laughs> well that's part of it uh, tell me how hard it was for you to keep rit at 14 it was hard wasn't it wasn't it? hard at all oh i no. thought for sure you'd want those high, the, the rit tigers higher no no i gotta i get a little bit realistic here i mean you know i mean tell me what the difference is between merrimack at seven and rit at 14 one is 12 four and oh that'd be rit one of them is 13, right. 4, and 0. That'd be Merrimack. What's the difference? Right. Why is Merrimack seven spots higher than the RIT Tigers? Because Merrimack is in first place in Hockey East. Ah. With three games in hand, by, with three games in hand, by the way, over UConn. Ah. Okay. Um, and RIT is in first place with three games in hand over AIC. In Atlantic hockey. Now, you know me, I'm not a disparager of Atlantic hockey, but it's not hockey East. Okay. Okay. So that's the difference. The conference. Uh, and if there was up to, and if it was up to me, and if it was up to me, RIT wouldn't have to worry about winning the conference because right now they'd be in the quote unquote top 15 and be in anyway. Top 14, according to you. Okay. Like I said, they'd be in. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else on Bemidji State? How did they earn your spot at 16? Uh, Michigan Tech lost this weekend, and Bemidji State swept, just got through sweeping uh, Minnesota State. At I believe that was at Minnesota State, too. You are correct. So, so let me ask you this. Is Minnesota State... Uh, have they really stumbled that far? Because they brought Dryden McKay back anyway to sign autographs and 
<laughs> get his uh, Hobie Baker or whatever the award winner. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> they brought him back for the weekend, then they got swept by Bemidji State. Are they in yeah, trouble, well, Paul? Are they in trouble at making the tournament? Yeah, they're on the borderline, of course. Yeah. But, I mean, they've got a conference, and they've got a way in through the conference. But are they still uh, a team that's bubble, shall we say? Yes. Okay, If they, let's just play this little scenario. If they win the conference tournament, does that mean Bemidji State is done? They're out? At this point, probably. CCHA just gets a champion in at this point? Well, yeah, at this point, yeah. Okay, just asking. I want to see what your what your thought process was on that. Because um, I kind well, of agree with you. I think whoever Tech wins the CCHA is in, and whoever doesn't might not be in. And I still no, say in Mich- you, you might be faced with five or six Big Ten teams and I mean, right. I'm from the Midwest, but you what might a be faced awful with five tournament. That, you might as well just mm-hmm, rename whatever. the NCAA tournament the Shinny, the Shinny Skate or something. Well, it'll be Pond Hockey. That is entirely Pond Hockey possible. title up for grabs. Well, listen, you want to disparage that other Maroon goal team, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> I'm disparaging the whole Big I'll Ten. Encourage it, I just can't believe. Fact. I can't believe that they can possibly have, even in your account, five teams in the top 12. That just is not possible when you have to play each other. Why? Because somebody has to win and somebody's got to lose. They haven't really played it. Well, it depends on how many times have they they all played Wisconsin. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. I'm just saying that they're all going to have to play each other eventually if they haven't already. Right. And that's going to... That's right. going to drop one team and elevate another. So how can they all stay there? How have they all stayed there at this know. point? I mean, how can you have a conference like the CCHA that is going to be fighting to get just their conference championship champion in, and you're going to have a Big Ten I team that's, right. that's going to be at 500, a bunch of these teams, and they're going to be in there because the computer says, oh, they have a tougher conference? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't yes. like it. I don't like it. You know, what are you nobody, cares, you? Um, not... nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> well, I think they do. I just think that this is what they've come up with. And, you know, I'm just telling you, and Big Ten, I'm from the upper Midwest. So go ahead and throw all the darts you want at me. Uh, if you think that I'm going to be a happy camper to watch five Big Ten teams out of 16, in a tournament, might not be I am five not. by then. I am going because right cry. now it's not five in. I'm going well, maybe to cry. One, two, yeah, three, four, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, okay. Well, that's the way it goes. And, and where's Notre Dame? I mean, Paul? You can play no- Notre Dame is well, eighteen. They wouldn't be in right now. I know. They wouldn't be in right now. But they're really close. So if if somebody stumbles along the way, like a Harvard or an RIT, or a Providence, and Notre Dame moves up, you could have six Big Ten teams. Yeah, but, but all the hockey East teams are the best teams in the too. country. Yeah, I know, but how many uh, how many hockey East teams are in there? One, two, three, four, 
five, six in the top 15. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to have a Hockey East versus Big Ten. And you know who's going to win the tournament? The Denver Pioneers. Okay. No one is – no one – I haven't no, – I I have Denver number one. I don't know why, why you're making it sound like I no, think somebody no, else is going to win. No, I'm just saying that what a ridiculous tournament. If you if you just have uh, two conferences basically representing the whole thing. The NCHC has never had just – they've been a good dominant conference, but they haven't had six teams playing. <laughs> and I no, think most people would say that times, the NCHC – has got a pretty darn good roster. But they've had five a couple of times out of eight. Yeah. But, uh, again, they, and the other thing is they play other places. You know, you watch what, what Minnesota came out to Arizona State, who's number 31 in my count, 27 in yours, and lost a game and should have probably lost a second game. Um, so you, okay. you got to... They got to figure out this cross pollination thing because this is this year is going to be the example where uh, two good conferences, and I'm not saying that they're not good conferences. I'm just saying like you can't have overloaded conferences when they haven't played anybody else. You got to go play somebody else other than your conference to see if you can beat anybody else outside your conference. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying at all. The same thing with Merrimack. I will jump on the Merrimack bandwagon in a heartbeat. Just go beat somebody outside the East. Travel. Travel to travel to Denver. Travel to Colorado they're College. Not on the schedule. I know that. Not on the but schedule. I mean what what I'm saying is there should be some weight for that. In the computer rankings. There should be some weight to it, go. Well, like, the computer says it's got it weighted. That's why it's opponents' opponents. Yeah, I, I realize that. I could solve this. Well, I can't solve it completely, but, you know, um, we can uh, flip a coin. Get a few more teams in. No, we can get a few more teams in and maybe expand to eight conferences and go in there. I'm not arguing that. I would uh, think that would conference be a winners, wonderful Conference winners, two out of three first round at home. Okay. I'm all for that. Do it like the do it like the baseball tournament. I'd also like to have see super regional teams. after that. I think now that you're at 63, well, 64, you a, 65. Uh, no, you see, gotta, now you're you got to put 20 in. Now you're screwing with the ratio. <laughs> what, what was it? What was it like when there was only 58 teams? There were still 16. What's that ratio? Yeah. When do you yeah, add more? Then how, how many teams but do you have 16, to have before but, you can add? What, add bids to the NCAA tournament? Right. How many teams do you uh, need to I have playing college hockey, NCAA college hockey, in order to be know, able to, to seven, add get so, four get, more get spots? To the, get to a seven. Get to a seven. Get to 70 teams then? Yeah. Yeah. So you got to add seven more teams. Okay, it's going to be at 16 for eternity. They're not adding seven teams in my maybe, lifetime. Maybe not. But if you no, if you if re, realign not. eight conferences, conference winners get two out of three at home, and then super never regionals like they do in college baseball. I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Well, but, but see, it's never going to happen because the conferences are out to make money, and they're not just taking anybody yeah, well, because they say realign. Yeah. Well, 
That's another story. all about the dollars, my friend. It's all about well, the dollars. Find then the dollars. If it's all about solution. the dollars, if it's all about the dollars, you know, they're, 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 how, much, how many tickets would they sell for, let's see, um, one, two, three. Um, you know, let's just say you had a uh, that you had Quinnipiac hosting Michigan in the first round of the tournament. Two out of three at Quinnipiac. You think they'd sell a few tickets there in Hamden, Connecticut? Oh yeah. Make some yeah. money. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, there you go. And then you don't have to worry about crowds at regionals. You get extra games to sell tickets, extra TV inventory. But the first thing you need is to find somebody that's willing to broadcast because right now they don't even have that. Sure they do. So they got it. No, they don't. They put them on. Sure they, they put do. them on ESPN three. Uh, they put them somewhere. Oh, they put so one obscure, game. They put one game. So that, they put one game. You, who's gonna cover these games if there's that many? Who's going out there to cover eight? It's it's not. They, they that's do two it now. out of threes. Right. What? Yeah. Two out of threes. Who's sending a crew to do a two out of three in eight locations? Nobody. Nobody. There's not enough now. dollars. There's not enough dollars. They go to four sites, Paul. They, they play one game. They don't. They, they play one play and done. Games. They play one and done. Your four no, teams. I'm just telling you. They play, and then they play three total games in two days. You could be facing right. three. You could be facing eight sites, twice as many sites, and you could have twice as many games because they could all go best of three. And you know, split people would love one, one and then have to play third. I know people would love it. I'm just saying that nobody would, no would be spend the money to broadcast it. No, I think they they have those things kind of already set up anyway. They would have to add, they would they would figure out a way to add one camera. They all stream anyway. Certain conferences are already on the four-letter network with the plus next to it. <laughs> and they're looking for the minus. Who would show those it. anyway? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, anyway. All right. We've ran over. It's analytics and eyeballs, folks. Take it away. From the Summer Skate Studios, analytics and eyeballs has been brought to you by Drurines and Suites, Drury Plaza Lake Buena Vista. The newest official Disney World hotel is booking now for stays at DruryHotels.com. University of Central Oklahoma, the two-time ACHAM1 champions and champions every day in the classroom at ucohockey.net and uco.edu. AT&T Wireless, where new and existing customers get our best deals on every smartphone. Buy summer skates, whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player. Show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See summerskates.com for more information. Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalies needs better than we do. See the website for our Three Valley locations and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, or 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. M-Drive, supplements to fuel and refine your drive at mdriveformen.com. 
Oklahoma University. Join our 20th anniversary celebration. For tickets and schedule information, go to uohockey.net. I'm sorry, ouhockey.net. Sometimes we screw it up. Desert Toyota of Tucson. No gimmicks, no games, just a great car and great experience. Find us at deserttoyota.com or at 7150 East 22nd Street in Tucson. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza, more than just great pizza. You'll love our wing sidekicks and more. Find the location near you at jetspizza.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. Analytics and eyeballs and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Available for download at your favorite podcast platforms. Search, subscribe, rate, and review. I-T-H-S-W podcasts, all one word. That's I-T-H-S-W podcasts, all one word. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. We will say goodnight with little Roger Klein of Peacemakers. Hello, new day. Ask you to tune in tomorrow night once again, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. We're going early this week on the week of Christmas. Uh, to make sure that we get everything incorporated. I will be back at the uh, beautiful Acrisure Arena in uh, beautiful Thousand Palms, California, for the Coachella Coachella Valley Firebirds and the Tucson Roadrunners. The end of my little series, four and seven. We'll see who comes out on top. Right now it is the Firebirds that hold a two-game-to-one edge. So we'll find out who comes out on top uh, uh, tomorrow night. Good night, everybody. Good night.